Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the American Horror Story podcast by Bald Move. We're the officially unofficial podcast for FX's American Horror Story. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. And tonight we're here for the instant take. We've just watched this episode, number 805. What have you instantly taken away from it? Boy wonder. Um... I thought this was another very good episode of American Horror. It really builds the lore in a fun and interesting way. And uh, it was, it. I mean, it still isn't exactly scary, but there were some like horrifying elements. Like the zombie apocalypse dream that Cordelia has in the beginning. Um, yeah. There's was- also some just like cool and creepy things like when Michael Langdon... Or like po- when they uh, dissect the science Oh, Jesus, the, the, the... Yeah, the dissection hell. And yeah. Mi- Michael Langdon uh, conjuring a misty day out of thin air. Like that, like a special effect was... I it's- thought the special effects were really good. So I don't know if you remember, but... Oh, Okay. Before we start talking about the episode, right yeah, up front, right, I want to let everyone know uh-huh. that Friday night, I stayed up until 5 o'clock in the morning, and I binge-watched the entire season of Coven. You guys really got under her skin with some of the, the Coven well, it's not a, I, I wouldn't word it that way. <laughs> I would say, like, I've been, you know, I've Properly been... chastened? I've been constructively criticized, mm-hmm. and I, I, I made things right. This is my commitment to change, and I did. And so I'm super glad I did mm-hmm. because this episode in particular had a lot of those um like direct from elements right. like Misty Day when she got stuck in hell which I'm not sure like when they decide to when hell decides to like call it if oh wait no there's a timer but um Misty Day when she when she went down to hell and then got stuck there and died. She mm-hmm. turned into ash the mm-hmm. exact same way she came back to life. Mm-hmm. So that was that was fun that they brought that back. It's the same way you just reappear. Yeah. I also wonder if like your organs are all brand new. I bet your organs are acting brand new. <laughs> don't act like they've been any place before, or done anything <laughs> wrong, or their shit don't stink. Um, so okay. what what is your overall opinion of the episode? I don't think you said whether did you did you like it as much yeah, as I did? Yeah, okay. I, I thought so. It. I thought we were yeah. having a good time. Uh shall we go kind of point by point with yeah. the stuff we wanted to talk about? Um so there's a couple things we found out that, um a couple things we found out in this episode. Uh Mallory can apparently heal a baby deer like from a state of deadness. Which State is of decay or like missing chunks of flesh. Yeah, and its legs were all broken up and stuff. I think I feel like, and that's always been like one of the hallmark of the potential Supremes. Um, and yeah, they keep but this is like her. above and beyond mm. just bringing them back to life. She he she you know she made it whole again. I think that's how they worded it. Correspondingly, Cordelia is fading. I I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you've seen season three uh, much earlier than I. But I feel like that um, they faked us out and gave us this bevy of new witches that one of them was going to be the Supreme. Like, maybe it's Madison. Maybe it was Taza Formiga, Formica. Um, And then it turns out it was uh, Cordelia all along. Yeah. And now we see Cordelia fading a lot like her mom. And yet... They want us to think that it's Michael Langdon that's the Supreme, but yet we've got all these other candidates, like such as, you know, Mallory. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if uh, 
Right, um, absolutely. I think that they think that, or they just don't know yet that he's the Antichrist or some sort of hell-related... Well, they do. By the end of the episode, that's the other thing we found out, that, like, uh, essentially the reason Cordelia is being so accommodating for these men... <laughs> Man, the social commentary is all over the place, because... It really is. Like, and that, that, that was always um, that was always the interesting thing about True Blood, too, because this is, like, on this, you know, it's a vampire story, but also it's supposed to be a parable about gay rights and whatever. Right. But, like, in this universe, gay people actually are blood-sucking monsters that should be feared and maybe legislated. Uh... Yeah. Really, you, you, you lose you lose the plot in there a little bit. Right, exactly. So, like, similarly, I think here it's like, if the men are supposed to be analogous to women, that they just want their share of power because they've been ground under the, fe- the, fe- the heel of the female for low these many centuries. Right, yeah. Like, doesn't that make Cordelia being like, God damn, these men trying to take over, they don't know any better, and they've left to death. Does, isn't she, like, the bad guy? I... Uh- I think that's just their characters from uh-huh. Coven, uh-huh. but also like, yeah, absolutely. The, these particular men, these specific men, they kind of suck. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah. I guess it's like it's one of those things where. But that's not what they're saying. They're not talking about these specific men. Yeah, no, I, I feel like that's the thing. Is like Cordelia is right because she happens to be right. Like if Michael right. Langdon was just a powerful warlock, she would be a fucking bigot. Right, exactly. And, and up until, like, and then this episode plays out because Misty Ray comes back and is like, Day. oh, right, sorry. Misty Day comes back and is like, oh, Miss Cordelia, I saw Michael Langdon and he was the white faced demon. Ah! And Cordelia's like, God damn it, I knew it. I knew those <laughs> men were up to no good. But, like, up until then, she was a bigot. Up until then, she was a bigot. Right, exactly. You know? Coco, apparently, her sole witch power is a, being a gluten detector. I can't tell if she is seriously a witch or not. I can only imagine that they're going to go back in time again and we're going to find out that that's that she has other powers. Oh, she has to. And in fact, that's what I was starting to say until Because there's a reason she was one of three witches they chose to erase their memory and bring them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right. And I I was uh be- before we took it out of that other tangent, um I was about to say when they're we're talking about the um the supreme fading fake out that it I wouldn't be surprised at all if Coco actually turns out to be some kind of crazy powerful witch because wasn't it a thing that Cordelia was kind of like a low powered witch like in the beginning I, she's like oh she was kind of a oh your mom's so powerful so much magical talent and you are just well, I mean, here's oh, the thing the is that or, most witches have most uh-huh. of the powers right the the problem is when it comes to finding out whether or not you have that final power of going to hell and coming back or not yeah if you just fail like, you die yeah that's yeah. that's it it's, it's a, so a harsh pass it? fail is it worth figuring out? Mm. Only mm. to bring yourself back to? So you're saying, because I thought it was a, a point in season three that uh, Cordelia just didn't have that much of power until you found out that she was a supreme. Like someone like her, she lost her eyes and that started her being the, the process of sharpening her skills. Yeah, she just didn't hadn't recognized her powers and skills yet. Mm. Or they were still awakening because she kind of suppressed them. She's um, a late bloomer. Yeah, and there was an interesting dynamic with her husband being a witch hunter and maybe not like... Jesus, I forgot that entire plot. Yeah, maybe not the witch hunters. helping so much right. want to like support her. Right. I think there was a lot of that. And then once she got in her Honey, head... Honey, look, like, you know, I, I, I have to hunt your kind. It's just this whole witch yeah. thing is not working out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, that's rough on a relationship. Like, if my job it, was the hunt. And it was another my, big plot point that they were trying to have a baby. Do you remember that? No. Geez, yeah, they no. were desperately trying to have a baby. She tried all kinds of witchcraft and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tried to go to the voodoo queen. And he kept hunting for her. Some, and yeah. there was a lot of hunting-related uh, neonatal problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really, really, uh, really crazy. Really crazy stuff in season three. Yeah. Um. I really, the other thing I thought was really cool and effective is when, you know, we had the, uh, um, the, 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 the Cordelia announced that she's going to let Michael Langdon do the Seven Wonders competition. And, you know, all the male warlocks gathered and they did heap these warlock blessings upon Michael Langdon. That was all cool. Uh, and then, like, when everyone's celebrating, uh, Cheyenne Jackson, uh, sees him flash demon eyes at him. The white face demon. Yeah, the white face demon. And then uh, this this other guy comes in and uh, what is his name? Behold. Be- Behold. This guy, Behold. I can't, I love this name. Uh, he he catches Cheyenne trying to leave. He tries to stop, and Cheyenne like because he's like super powerful pins him against the wall and takes off because he wants to investigate this uh, black eyed demon deal. Right. And Kathy Botts pulls up next to him in the gas station and sets Cheyenne Jackson's ass on fire with gasoline after... after uh, what is, I think, the most horrifying injury for me personally. Like a hamstring. It's not it's a hamstring. It's his the Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. Both of them. Fuck. Both of them. And then sl- slices his throat and sets him on fire. Kathy Botts, you are a savage. Do you think she's still Kathy Flesh and Blood or is she Kathy Botts already? She's Kathy Flesh and Blood. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too. For sure. Uh yeah, and the other thing is she drives a Prius. <laughs> she's yeah. a satanic Prius driver. She's a devil satanic de- devil worshipping, slicing and dicing, set a human being on fire alive. Yeah. Loves the planet. Drives a Prius. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. I feel like I feel like we there's there's some kind of merch opportunity with Kathy Bot's bumper stickers that says my other my other Prius is a robot or something. I don't know. There's, <laughs> my there's, other there's Prius something, is like Kathy I'm telling Bates. you. Their mother, <laughs> my other body is Kathy Botts. I don't know. There's, so, there's something there. Something there. Just, <laughs> just, 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 just be on my, just be on my, my reach. Um, oh, one thing we talked about uh, is that Michael Langdon in particular, but really all of the male witches, actually all of the witches and warlocks, would make badass Halloween costumes, right? Like that cape and yeah. the chains and shit oh, with the, yeah, that the yeah. guys have got going on to be like simple I, and classy and cool. And then all of the female uh, like, witches uh, are dressed to kill too. Yeah, they all look incredible. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start dressing like a witch. What is it, the the frizzy haired, kinky haired, uh, uh, redhead um, Myrtle? Myrtle going cosplaying as Myrtle would be amazing. Yeah, that would be fun. Ah, so cool. You cosplay as Myrtle, and my cos- I'm going to cosplay as Stevie Nicks. Oh, s- shit. I was going to call Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Can I be Lily Robbie? Misty May? Uh, I'll just dance Misty in your shawl. Misty Day. Misty Day. Misty Day, Misty May. Uh, Misty Ray is what you called her earlier. Well, this you know, is, I'm just freestyling You, do, you do this to yourself. I do. I don't know how it works. Um, so we also find out after this warlock was assassinated that one of the other head warlocks is also on Michael Langdon's side Ooh. just because he wants to take those bitches down a peg, essentially. Um, right. The other- right. It seems like if 
well, first of all, I think a four-person council is a really bad idea because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's no tiebreaker. Gridlock. But if those two... It's like a two-person podcasting company. Sometimes just things get the logger, loggerheads. <laughs> yeah. And you just have to start... You just have to start achilles people. Yeah. Jim. Oh, the Test of Wonders was really cool. You said that it's just like they did the... Yeah, they the did like the old-timey filming of it. Silent movie kind of yeah. thing. Uh, I thought exactly that was really cool. The time. Until they got to the hell one. Right. And the other thing about Misty Day's Hell is... I think that they got, I have to confirm this, mm-hmm. but I think that they got all the exact same actors, or at least the kid and the teacher. Oh, really? The same people back. I thought the kid would have grown up by after now. After like, five, what has it been, like five-ish years? Yeah, been since three, and this is eight, five years, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the kid, like, they just like, he was him, a late bloomer. Or but, he's uh, like a Ralph Macchio type. Yeah, but I, 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 it looks like that's what happened. Right, right. Because they were slightly older, but still the I mean, same. the only reason I take Ralph Macchio seriously as an adult on The Deuce is because he took the time to grow out like a year's worth of beard, hmm. which is like a five o'clock stubble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that whole dissection scene was fucked up. The whole like being stuck in that moment uh, of like this embarrassment of discovering your witch powers and then this guy making you kill this live frog and... Then Michael Langdon, Langdon just guts this guy like a frog. Uh, it was crazy. It's just so crazy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's horrible. Right. It's um, if at least Madison got something new to do. At least right. she got to like walk around freely and didn't have to do the exact right. same thing. Over she could and like over fling again. herself against a wall of soft towels and like pound her fist adorably against it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I still like. God, I need that gif. Um, yeah. The other thing is that so after after uh, Michael Langdon went and pulled Lily Rabbi out of hell, uh, we said how cool that was. Uh, he totally gets declared the supreme, and then she gets uh, to talk to Lily Rabbi Misty Day, yeah, in the library or whatever. And Mister D- Misty Day says, "Oh yeah, I think he's a demon," and she's like, "Aha! He's played right into my lap." I have been going along with this, and he's already screwed himself because he brought all my girls back to help me in this time of our greatest need. Which I, I thought that was like, okay, all right. It because right. ma- you know, like all the other witches were like beside themselves, like, oh no, Cordelia is just rolling over and letting the male witches have their way. And I felt like that was a nice kind of like retcon of her, like, hey, actually, this this was my plan the whole the whole time, yeah, to extract because like. I did think, like, you know, this is some bullshit that you're inventing the whole, not only go to hell, but you have to bring someone back from it. Yeah. But it makes sense that she was just kept on, like, oh. Well, he'd done it twice before. Everyone knows that, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that, but she was playing that con. Like, now I'm starting to think that she told those stories as, like, oh, there's no way a male alpha could ever do something like this. Oh. Like, it's a little bit of Briar Rabbit to her strategy. Yeah. Like, oh, I would, you know, it's like, there's just no, it'd be way too, it'd be impossible, it'd be a, little, it'd be a like, fool's errand to go do this thing, and she does this thing, and it helps her. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was kind of clever as far as that goes. Um, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Let me Can ask I, you something. Oh, go let ahead. Let me ask you something first. Sure. Why isn't Mallory in any of these meetings? Ah, that's a good question. Right? Yeah, I, it's like... The, 
Oh, she no, she's still an understudent, I think. Yeah, but still, it's like it's weird that she's as powerful as she is, and I feel like that there is a little bit of like uh, slow down, slow down, right? Like like Cordelia for some reason always has a stink face when people are talking her up. Like, oh, this girl's uh, heritage goes all the way back to Salem, and oh, look, she can make these beautiful roses turn into butterflies and back to roses. Look how powerful she just <laughs> healed a baby. And Cordelia is always kind of like just a little bit frosty. And is that, she that great though, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I was like, I'm not sure if it's the subtlety of her performance I'm not getting, or actually they're writing her as like not trusting her for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. Know. Uh, and then Stevie Nicks shows up, and Stevie Nicks does show up. Is there any rhyme or reason in this appearance, or is it just rule of cool? Like it's rule of cool, absolutely. Like Sarah Paulson's like, you know what? We want to see Lily Rabby enraptured. For five minutes, and we had Stevie Nicks to do Stevie Nicks things. And you know what's worse? That what? the other thing that you don't remember from Kevin, mm-hmm. they did this three times. Really? They brought three Stevie Nicks three times. Long song sequences <laughs> of Stevie Nicks, uh, and and they're great. I'm not complaining about no, it. No, they're great, but, but they it's just make like, no sense. It doesn't belong here. Yeah, like, like is, is and she? Stevie and Nicks... it's not even like her doing a popular song. Yeah. It's her doing like this really cool like riff and yeah, and she shuffle adds the witch words. To it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and just how she's feeling that day, I guess. But in universe, what's the explanation? Why is this happening? What's her powers? Is she a superpower? Is she more powerful than Supreme? Is she like the god of witches is she just like a is she like radagast the brown of witches that that's like her power is she, <laughs> she gonna, just gets she high can, every day and shows up like yeah <laughs> she her hair can survive intense yeah heat perms and kinkings without fra- fracturing like what is her witch powers i don't know a shawl wearing sh- shawl everyone twirling. loves it when she shows up that because was cool, fuck yeah but um, what is what is actually what am i supposed to appreciate is happening when stevie nicks comes in and does her witchy ways right misty day was wearing the shawl that stevie nicks gave her in coven too i thought that was nice she that, took it nice to hell and back. back she and, and uh, misty day is wearing all black I mm. think she was still in just like good witch clothing when she died. Mm. So good witch or a bad witch. Uh, and then finally, Madison and Behold are going to go on a fucking road trip. Do you know where, Cecily? Traveling road show to the to fucking murder, murder house. house. Holy shit! This next episode's going to be a banger. Yeah, I mean, these have all been bangers. Yeah, I, can, no, not the first. Are we going to do make bangers a thing? absolutely are we okay yeah. well then i'm gonna commit next episode looks like it's gonna be a fucking banger because it's just <laughs> gonna bang it's gonna bang hard it's gonna bang like a drum mia uses that word it's gonna bang like a sneaker in a dryer it's gonna bang like her chains on the dashboard <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're gonna go back to murder house um it looks looks really cool if you see the preview can we talk about the preview if you don't want to talk about the preview no okay well, no, I wish I hadn't even watched it. I think I'm going to stop watching them. Moving see, forward. this is why I think we need to talk about the preview. If you don't want to hear about the I'll preview. I'll talk about the preview on the feedback podcast. No, I'm going to talk about the preview right now because I want people to send us feedback about it. Because here's the way I look at it. All right. If you don't want to hear about the preview, shut off the podcast. No, you, did you listen to my pitch? If you send us feedback about the preview, we'll watch it and talk about it on the Friday feedback, but oh. not on the instant cast. Yeah. Like going forward. I just want to talk about this one thing now and I will okay, not be denied. Okay, fine. Uh, Jessica Lang is what he's getting at. Well, so you're saying, well, that's a massive spoiler. I wish I didn't show it. And I'm like, well, we knew she was going to show it. Oh, my God. Please don't. Please don't bring up this argument again. Why, baby? It's interesting. I I know you don't think so, but I think it is. Okay. All right. 
Jesus. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. Like, it is like, I, you know, we knew Jessica Lang was going to be uh, showing up this season. And as soon as we saw Murder House, we probably could think like, oh, yeah, well, she's definitely going to she's definitely going to be there. Uh, but we don't know a lot of things about it. Like, it could be that uh, Jessica Lange's character is a Constance. Yes, Constance. Constance could be a ghost. And she's survived because we, we, we see that she's inside the house when Madison and uh, Behold show up. So in Coven time, it's been, what, like nine years? Like seven or eight. Wait, since Murder House? Since Murder, yeah. I think it's been ten. Well, it's been ten to Armageddon, but we're some amount of time before Armageddon now. So less than ten years? Less than ten years. Yeah, so there's no way that she's dead. She's, well, Hopefully. I mean, she could, unless Michael Hopefully. Langdon killed her. Like I said, like it's, it could go either way. Like She could be a ghost because maybe Michael Langdon killed her or something else happened. Or she could be still alive because it's not been long enough for Jessica Lange to die. Or she could have died of natural causes. There's like a bunch of different things we just don't know about the nature of her appearance. So it's like, no, so I thought the, it was a good t- tease. Well, the time, if we're just going to take Ryan Murphy at his word, the time that has elapsed between... Um, him taking this test and murder house is mm-hmm. how old, however old he is. How old he's supposed to be in this scene? Like 15, 16? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I do think his it's age... It's been at least that many years? I do think his age... That's the thing. Like, the people have been saying he's not old enough to be the age that the dates are not lining up. And I think that's going to be a mystery that they're going to have to... That they will definitely resolve and address. But, like, yeah, he... Should be like what somewhere between ten and thirteen years old in the flashback sequences, and somewhere between fifteen and eighteen years old in the apocalypse sequences. Yes, so. I, 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 do you buy him as an eighteen-year-old? I certainly don't buy him as a fifteen-year-old in the flashbacks. But shit, they they made Evan Peters out to be like a sixteen-year-old, and he was like thirty-nine in the first season <laughs> of American Horror. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, that's probably this, not even true. This guy is just also. Uh, abnormally not abnormally that's not a good word for it but this he's a very big guy have you seen him is he really tall yeah he's like he's just like tall and stocky kind of Mm. so it's hard it's really hard to place your age when you're that big yeah i would know (laughs) as a a six foot one woman as a six foot two man my god you're you're six foot one yeah i had no idea you're that tall Uh uh-huh um (laughs) Anyway, you were saying the struggle is real. The struggle is real, and so is trying to find jeans that fit. Am I right? Uh huh. Yeah. You don't even. You don't even. No, start I don't. With me. I don't. Like you got three extra measurements to worry about. The I just have two dimensions, and I can still barely get my goddamn jeans to fit. Find find them in the size. Uh. Anyway, we're not going to go down that door. That's our thoughts on. Did you have any other more? Did you have any more thoughts on the American Horror Story? Nope, I think that's everything. All right, we'll be back Friday to talk more uh, and do our fabulous Friday feedback podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll be considering additional thoughts that we have and also thoughts that you have. This is like a little bit of Mr. Rogers, that you'll have things that you want to talk about. <laughs> and we will to boom, boom, boom. So if you got that feedback, send it to Ameri- or AHS at baldmove.com. AHS at baldmove.com. And also, don't forget, we have the forums, forums.baldmove.com. There's always a weekly thread where you can discuss American Horror Story with your fellow fans there. See you Feedback Friday. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Good night. <laughs>